What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Hannah and Nick, who are the co-founders of Square Kicker. Welcome to the show, guys. How's it going? Good. Thanks for having us. Yeah, excited to have you both on. I'm really looking forward to learning more about what you are working on. Can one of you tell me, what is Square Kicker? What are you working on? Well, Square Kicker is a uh, no-code design and animation extension for Squarespace websites. Um, and as most of you, you know, I guess you probably know as well that Squarespace is a, a platform for making uh, drag-and-drop websites um, and template-based, uh, making it easy to build a beautiful website without having to, to code. Um, and that's why a lot of designers choose to use it, because they can use their design skills to create something beautiful really easy and fast. But Squarespace is a, is a closed platform, so there's no traditional plugins like WordPress or Shopify. So our app kind of basically sits inside of it, allowing that user to kind of create extra features that normally is not even possible. So um, yeah, so it's kind of adding extra design animation functionality. So let's say I decided to you know start a company tomorrow. Um, or like register a new domain, like any, any founder does like a thousand times a year. And I'm like, I want, I want to spin up something new. Um, and I wanted to kind of build it with square kicker. Um, wh- what are the things that I can do with square kicker that I wouldn't necessarily be able to do? Like, you know, if I just logged on to Squarespace and kind of boot- booted it up, can you kind of walk me through the user experience of what it'd be like using, using your product for either of you? Yeah, sure. So, um, I mean, you would just follow your normal Squarespace sign up process. And then um, there's a really simple, like three click process to attach Square Kicker to that. Um, there's a, a dashboard that just functions you through that really easily. And it injects um, a little bit of script into the footer of your, uh, your code injection area. Um, and from there, it opens up a, a UI where you've got sliders and drop down menus and just really um, a really intuitive interface that they're all tools that would be really familiar to you if you're working with Squarespace. Um, and from there, you can change colors on buttons, um, move sections across other sections, create unique dividers, add gradients, just a lot of um, a lot of those really next level kind of design bits that people would have normally made with uh, kind of some copy and paste code or writing their own CSS. Mm. Yeah, we're, we're kind of stepping up that next level. So that was kind of more of our MVP. And we have this long list of features that we're, de- we're developing. And some of the unique features that are even pretty foreign to most 
or any website builders um, is this kind of the animation set to to design. So um, creating like a sticky split scrolling where one side of the screen stays sticky and then you get like a scrolling animation on the other side and it kind of clicks and locks and pulls away. Or if you get a, a unique kind of horizontal scrolling ex example or this next next phase of features we're developing is a is kind of like a parallax block scrolling animation stuff where as you scroll things are moving on the page um, vertically or horizontally and scaling and rotating so there's just kind of that next level that is just not possible without code but especially even very difficult on most website platforms and i'd love to hear a little bit about the origin of the story here like why did you both decide to work on this and um kind of get started uh get started on square kicker yeah well the story kind of starts is uh, i'm a self-taught web designer myself and um just just diving into the web design scheme and trying to figure out where i'm going to be where should i end up and i've tried lots of different platforms um and i ended up on squarespace because again it was really easy to design something and i didn't have to worry about spinning up a server maintaining a broken back end and i could just focus on design um and uh, some of the things i ran up against was um i wanted to be able to do something really unique to a website and I couldn't do that without code because uh, Squarespace is amazing um, for the really easy, beautiful websites you can build. And if you want to do anything extra, they have this basically this area you can code anything you want. So with enough creativity, you can code anything. So I took up the opportunity and a challenge to just basically learn code, um, learn JavaScript, jQuery, and, and CSS and HTML. I just kind of each, each website just got a more of a challenge of what else could I do to the point where some websites were designing um, they didn't even look like a Squarespace site anymore. Um, and then I started to hear other graphic designers and web designers who were coming to me saying, oh, I, I need you to do that for me and my clients. And so I would code their sites as well as a contract work to them so they can give it to their clients. And I thought, man, the, I'm doing the same thing a lot of the times. So I wonder if I should think about, you know, giving this to more designers who would actually be able to um, use this in their own projects. And so I started collecting kind of snippets of code that I've rewritten lots and lots of times. And I always had this thought and idea that this, this barrier to kind of customize something is, um, is quite challenging. Um, and I think uh, less than 1% of the world actually knows how to code. So we're all these, how are all these people gonna actually be able to, to do these things if they can't code? And so I started thinking of ways to kind of um, introduce this idea um, to a, a kind of a, an easy way to customize Squarespace websites. And uh, during um, the pandemic, um, uh, we just hired on our first web developer because we were just getting really busy. And we just kind of hit a stall in our, in our web design work um, because everyone kind of put pause in their projects, weren't sure what was going to happen, wanted to stop making all the, all the projects. And so we- New Zealand went into like a hard lockdown yeah. for a month. So within a week, we were all at home full-time for a yeah. month. Businesses stopped, um, everyone stopped really. Um, I think the, the petrol station and the doctor's office was open and that was it. And so we took as an opportunity, like, let's just, let's just see what we can create. And so a code snippet turned into um, a short code, which turned into a UI, which turned into, you know, what you see today. And I think we looked at each other and we thought, this is, this is pretty cool. Like, how have we been able to do this? It's kind of, we're, we're pinching ourselves that this is even possible. And so we kind of had this MVP model for us to prove a concept. And we thought, 
it, well, if, if this can work, well, I wonder, I wonder if we should just double down and go into it. And so that's what we did. And we leveraged our, our home um, and Hannah and I are married. And so we had, a, we had some personal finance in our, our house. And so we doubled in our mortgage and hired a web developer full-time and found another backend developer as well to kind of create like an API dashboard model to protect the, the software and just kind of boot up a software company without really knowing what we were doing. We just <laughs> knew that we had something great and we, we needed to give it a push. Um, and so that allowed us to kind of get off the ground and we had an MVP kind of beta version kind of five months later and then um, hit that in October 2020. And yeah, it's been it's been pretty, pretty awesome since then, really just kind of feature after feature and customer after customer. And yeah, we got a huge, exciting future going forward, too. Yeah, that's I love that. You know, it, it's like the story of someone uh, um you know, someone that isn't exposed to like the startup world, they're just kind of doing their thing. And then, you know, all of a sudden, like the world kind of like chooses them, right? Like, you know, because because like, it's innovation, it's problem solving, it's all of these things that 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 we love over here in, in startup land. Um, I'm curious, uh, for both of you, you know, now that you've been working on this for, for a little bit, what, what do you both spend your time on? Um, and obviously, you're both working on this, you have, you know, people working on this as well outside of you, like, how do you even know what to work on, on a day to day basis, and either of you or both of you can take that? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, so we do still run the web design business a little bit, we're looking to, to kind of taper that off, but that's been helping finance the company thus far. So Nick does a bit of that during the day. Um, and then we've got a team of six of us now um, that work on the, the product. So we do a lot of kind of first first protocol is a lot of communication with our customers. Um, so we've we've tried really hard to create really good relationships with those, those users and especially the ones that jumped on first and have kind of come along the journey. So we chat to them a lot, see what's working, see what's not, see what they're looking for in the product. Um, and we kind of chuck that all on a features list and then sit down as a team and look at that development roadmap and go, hey, we're, we're getting lots of requests for this particular feature. Can we work it in? And um, so we do a, a huge amount of, of that kind of customer interaction and, and talking. And then a lot of, um, as a team, we're all in the office together. So uh, currently don't have any remote um, members because we've got a really hands-on kind of development process of sitting down together and kind of nutting through how those features can be integrated into the product and, and how those different pieces play together. Um, and Nick sits in a real kind of visionary overview of that with his experience working on, on Squarespace and kind of knowing what people are after and what features might be coming up and yeah, that's that's pretty much the day to day. Yeah, it's it's well the fun part about working in the web design space still, especially on Squarespace. Um, we have a you know a dozen or more local clients that we continue to do regular work for, and they're wanting us to do this. Oh, we have this crazy idea to do this pop up button where this form comes in, or we want to be able to get this kind of form ordering system where you click on an image and then you get added to the cart. So we we're always innovating and trying to think about ways to make Squarespace go to the next level, but we don't have a feature for that in Squarekicker. So often what happens is our web designer on our, our development team will, will be making a website using Square Kicker in our own projects, which is really fun to use that in our actual you know, everyday market and see how that works. And then she might pop up and say, oh, how do I do this? Or what if I want to do this? This is the design I'm trying to accomplish, which is a great use case because that's, of course, what everyone else is asking. And then we think, huh, that's not a thing we have yet. And so then I'll sit and try to figure out a way how to code it. 
um, and then I'll develop it for the website and then we'll bring it to our development team and we'll hash it out. How will we integrate this as a product, put it in our backlog and then Rowan and Nat and, and Hayden who are other developers at the moment, we all sit together and try to figure out how to code this into Square Kicker and then push it out the door. And sometimes it's a really easy fix that we just need today. And so we thought, well, we can probably release that now. And so as an agile quickly software, we just will quickly add that border color or that shadow or that, that tool. And then we just release it because people want it. And then we get to use it as well and out the door. And so that's a, that's a really fun exercise to practice making websites for clients and then making a tool for businesses to use in their website development. So it's it's also staying really engaged in that Squarespace community. We're part of a lot of Squarespace forums and groups and communities. And we just hear people all the time, how do I do this? How do I code this? What's a plugin for this? And we thought, well, everyone's asking for this. We should probably build it. And, and sure enough, we, we know when, when it comes out, everyone's been looking for this for ages, including us. So um, yeah, so that, that's kind of our day-to-day -day activity, really. And that kind of describes really the power of square kicker and what we're really trying to get the heart of what we're doing is giving designers that whole team that Nick just described, you know, Nick and Hayden, Ron and that it's, it's like having them sit on their computer and developing for them. It's giving designers that, that kind of power of a, of a technical person behind them. And I'm, I'm kind of curious, like if you were to look out, you know, five, 10, 15, 20 years, as far as you want to look like, what, what do you see is the big, you know, big vision here? In other words, like, as you keep working on this, you know, what direction are you rowing in, um, you know, every day and kind of what is this going to look like in a decade or two? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, initially, this thing is already way bigger than we imagined. Um, we just kind of thought we would have this cool tool and be exciting to put it out there and, and see what happens. Um, but the, the scale in which we're growing and the feedback we're getting from customers is really telling us there's a huge hunger for this, that this is not just a problem that we're having. This is a problem that everyone is experiencing. Um, and so the further and further we develop this feature, we, we, we features rather, we're getting requests all the time. Can you do this? Can you do that? And so we've, we've got probably a seven-year roadmap of just design features. If we were to actually go through and make them all, it would be incredibly long. And that's not the scope that kind of the, I'm not very visionary. So I'm always thinking of laterally thinking. Uh, it's my new favorite word. When you look at a business, you can just build feature on feature on feature and just hope it goes well. But I love pulling away and thinking out of the box and looking at from the side and thinking, how could we do things differently again? Like how can we attack a problem that's completely unique? And, and I guess looking at that, um, that designers, even like myself, um, always trying to figure out a way to, you know, run a business, especially in the, in the pandemic when it's kind of um, unreliable on client work and you're not sure what to do. And so it's resourcing those designers who are going to be able to scale as well during these, you know, these uncertain times. Um, and the way they're going to be able to do that is going to be able to basically speed and efficiency is one thing so they could do more things. However, if they can also figure out a way to sell their services like we are in such a way, so it's giving them the tools to kind of create a business like we have created um, without kind of going too much into detail because um, we don't want to share too much, but it's just really, we got some exciting new big steps in place for the next kind of 12 months or so, which we're going to be releasing kind of a, a different way of kind of developing websites and scaling a web designer's business. And so giving that into the hands of the designer, it's kind of like giving them a box of Lego and then just seeing what they create. So rather than being really rigid and saying, here's a red block, you can only use it as a red and it can only be as a fire engine, like actually giving them a whole series of tools and then, and then being actually surprised 
and what people make and what people are going to do with it um, is probably the most exciting part. So um, yeah, so a lot of features to come, but also some big, big moves as well to build on top of that. Kind of the big overreaching vision is to be the one space that people need to go to get that design extension on Squarespace. I think if, if as a company, we could be the one place that, that people go, I need to be able to do that. Where do I go? And the answer is Square Kicker. Um, that would be that would be the dream, really, just empowering those designers with everything they need. Yeah, and and Squarespace do have a, a small marketplace of extensions. They they call them extensions, and they've released a couple of years ago. It's a very crafted, couture, invite only kind of a place to be. And we've started a pretty healthy relationship with them and discussing our product. And they've given us really good feedback and really really supportive in our in our process and our in our product. And so that's been encouraging to us because we're like, oh, awesome. Can, can we be in your extension store, please? Mm-hmm. Um, and they said, well, look, there, obviously um, there isn't a physically a place because a lot of their extensions are commerce-based because that's where their APIs are. And essentially you guys are making something that shouldn't exist yet. So we're, we're keeping a, a close contact with them. So when that door does open for this kind of extra design functionality, um, like WordPress or Shopify has, that we'll kind of be able to kind of, you know, build in that partnership with them closer. And in order to kind of make the big vision happen and make this all come to life, like you need some help, right? Like it takes a village to make a startup, you know, work in scale. So my question for both of you is how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you hiring? Are you raising money? Looking for users, clients, customers? You know, how, how can we assist? Yeah, thanks. That's a really generous question to be asking on a podcast. Um, we are first time founders. This is this is like a, a million mile an hour kind of learning experience for us. Um, so if anyone's listening and thinks they would love to give us some advice, please feel free to, to shoot us a message. We would really appreciate that. Um, you know, the, the technical side as well as running the whole business. Um, it's, it's a lot to learn and it's been a great experience, but we just love hearing from other founders and, and hearing ways that we can kind of refine our process there. Um, and then, you know, we're... we're um, obviously in Squarespace. So if you are using Squarespace, if it's something that's familiar to you or you want to give it a go, um, we would love for you to try out Square Kicker and, and let us know what works. Um, you know, like we said, that user feedback is so important to us and getting a range of, of different people using the product and, and letting, letting us um, know if it's a good fit for them is really, really helpful. Um, and then just marketing, you know, advertising, just getting the word out. We think Square Kicker is awesome and we're really excited. And every time we get it into people's hands, it's such a big win for us. So um, feel free to share it, let people know about it. And then for my last question, if someone wanted to share or someone wanted to learn more or find you online, like how can they kind of get in touch on the internet? Do you have a website, social media presence, like an email address? How can they find out more about you two? You know, how can they learn more? Yeah, that's a good question. So we are at squarekicker.com is our web address. Um, and there's you know a lot of information, um, a lot of good tutorials on there to watch through and see what you can create. Obviously, we're limited with our manpower. We want to create a whole bunch more tutorials so that that keeps being put out. Um, and then we have a, a social media, obviously, Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter and any, anywhere else you can get a hold on, really. We're just kind of putting the word out there. And um, yeah, and a YouTube channel as well. And if you wanted to contact Nick or I directly, um, we're both on, on LinkedIn. You can find us there. Cool. Well, thank you both for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thanks for yeah. having us. Thanks, Matt.